Stand by. Hello and welcome to the Lackadaisical Libricubicularist. And now your host, Jordan Maywood. Hello! Welcome to the Librocube. My name is Jordan Maywood, and I am the Lackadaisical Librocubicularist. Today is Tuesday. Tuesday, February the 26th. Hmm, interesting. Okay, not really. Tuesdays within the Libro Cube are TV Tuesdays, sometimes referred to as Television Tuesdays, sometimes called by Mr. Doug Heffernan, Television Tuesdays. Television. Today's sponsor is Jack Gilligan Bauer Boat Tours. Once again, today's sponsor is Jack Gilligan Bauer Boat Tours. A 24-hour tour. A 24-hour tour. Okay, so, uh, if you listen to yesterday's episode, I tried, and um, what's the opposite of failed? Unfailed uh, to fit the entire episode in my drive to work, and I'm going to try to do the same today. So, uh, yesterday I said, wish me luck, and I assume you did, because I unfailed at that task. Uh, oh yeah, something I should do at the top of each show is to say that there will be spoilers, most likely. Not 100%, but a very, very high percent. Actually, this time, probably 100%. Yeah. Uh, also to say, if you like what you hear, the way that a podcast grows and flourishes is for you, the listener, to pass it on to a friend. So, I would greatly appreciate if you did that. I hate asking, but hey, I gotta ask. It's in my contract. I don't have a contract, but if I did, I would put that in the contract. Television show the first. Dragon's Den. Ooh, baby. I brought this back a couple times. It's a show that the missus and I watch on a very regular basis, so it makes sense that I bring it back. Duh, even. Sort of interesting, because just recently, I think they have um, started airing the episodes from the very first season, which uh, I've never seen any first season episodes, and the missus said she's only seen maybe one or two. So it's nice, because uh, we're hopping into a whole bunch that we've never seen. Good stuff. Uh, we are not, as I feared, going to be saturated uh, very quickly, or as quickly as I thought we would. I uh, talked about how with a show like this, or uh, the missus and I also did this with Kitchen Nightmares, it's a show that's on once a week, right? In its original airing. And then they will, uh, in syndication, air it every single day. So you are going through these seasons much quicker than you normally would. So you become saturated with episodes and uh, end up... They end up airing ones you've already seen, and then you just can't watch it anymore, because every episode is one you've seen. A horrible set of circumstances. It is, probably, fits quite nicely into the definition of a first world problem. So, uh, let's leave it there, and move on. If you are unfamiliar with Dragon's Den, or its uh, American cousin, which is not as good, Shark Tank, it is where entrepreneurs will come in with their inventions, ideas, businesses, what have yous, uh, and ask for money uh, from the dragons, I think it's always five, 
Um, the dragons are investment people, people with lots of money who invest in things. Uh, and uh, they may or may not give these people money, their own money, depending on if they like what they hear. Got it? Pretty simple. Uh, pretty simple, boiled down like that, but uh, very, very entertaining. Uh, what I do when I bring Dragon's Den back is bring back what the uh, entrepreneurs brought to the show. Makes perfect sense. The first one was a glasses store, <laughs> as in face glasses, glasses you put on your face to see better with. A glasses store uh, that caters only to women. So, um, step one in your business, immediately um, alienate half of the market. Uh-huh. Yes, sounds logical. No, it does not. This person did not get any money. <laughs> Stupid idea. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, I'm going to run through these pretty quick. This next one um, is sort of the ones that's right up my alley. Not, not because it's a smart idea, because the person was crazy. Uh, and I like the ones where the crazy people come on the best. Uh, this was a woman who had designed a series of, I believe it was nine or twelve different cards. Just sort of a square, one foot by one foot card. Although there was a, there was a pocket version of these cards. Uh, and each card had drawn on it a, a design, often in the shape of a, a star. Various different star looking designs. She had designed these stars so that uh, you, as a woman, these were for women only, I should mention, so again, immediately cut out half of your uh, potential buyers. Very, very smart. Um, she had designed these cards in such a way that if you looked at all 12 of them and then picked the one that most appealed to you at any given moment, um, it would have some words of wisdom and things to, uh, I, guess, I don't know, lift your spirits. Uh, things that would fit your mood depending on which design you chose. Very, very scientific. <laughs> One of the dragons, uh, Kevin O'Leary, is, uh, I think a lot of it's an act, is a bit of a dick to these people quite often, but also very, very funny, I have to admit. I normally don't go in for people being not nice. We end this podcast with it's nice to be nice to the nice, but this guy uh, does it in such a way that uh, I can't help but like him, so and he just seems to have such a good time when these crazy people come on, so it, it really is uh, one of the highlights of the show. She, needless to say, did not get an investment. Okay, next was, yeah, this was a weird one. It was a box in which you plug your computer, your PC, into that would save you money on your electric bill. Hmm. It was, I believe, $400, and... Each month, it could potentially save you upwards of two, three dollars on your bill. Long pause there for not making any sense. Let's move on to fancy binoculars. Fancy binoculars, that's not what they were called. Um, they could see through like a sandstorm or when it's really foggy. They had some really cool technology. All the dragons were very impressed, uh, but the guy only had one prototype. Um, that he did not bring. <laughs> Shit. There was, I forget what his reason was. It was like someone else was using it or something like that. But if you're going on TV and asking investors for, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever it was, you better bring your goddamn prototype. Because they were all very impressed. 
and I think uh, we're looking to invest. However, they couldn't just on the basis of what he said without seeing some actual proof. So that one was kind of sad because it felt like he missed an opportunity. Okay, next was another... This one... Some of these things fall into the sad category, and those ones I don't really like, because it's people who have invested their hard-earned money, sometimes all of their hard-earned money, sometimes money uh, they had not even earned that had put them into debt. Hmm. So this woman had uh, invested a lot of her money. She came from uh, some Eastern European country, I don't remember. She came over to Canada, you know, with $20 in her pocket, and had built up this sort of, I don't know if you could call it a business, really, uh, but invented this item and put all her time and effort into it, and then it was sort of destined to fail from the get-go. So those ones are sad, <laughs> and I don't like them. Uh, the invention was a blanket that you use in the bathtub. So when the water in your bath gets cold, uh, you still have this blanket that I guess keeps you warmer, keeps the water warmer, whatever. Very, very strange idea. Uh, being a male, not too, not too often am I having a bath. It's uh, more of a, a girl thing, I guess. Anyways, uh, last was like a... Uh, alcohol-based uh, hand sanitizer dispenser that clips onto your belt for doctors. Now, just me saying that doesn't sound like an amazing idea, I suppose. However, this guy had tons and tons of sales. Um, doctors all over loved it. Something uh, cool that the Dragons appreciated was he could sell the dispensers to the hospitals uh, and then have a contract with the hospitals to sell the sort of refills for the dispenser, so a very, very cool long-term business plan. And uh, he did, did he? I'm pretty sure he got an investment. I don't actually remember. I think he did. They'll usually have at least one person get an investment, and I believe this was what. Okay, better move on quick. Um, next is a Modern Family. Ooh, baby. Modern Family and then a Parks and Recreation. Um, I put those together, because those are basically the only shows, really, that are currently on TV that I currently watch every single week, uh, because they are located online, and I don't have a cable box. No regrets. Going on about a year and change, if I had to guess, without a cable box, and I have not missed it once. Uh, so, as with a lot, if not all, of the Modern Family episodes. What they do, I think very wisely do, is break the episodes up into different segments, parts, stories, and that with the sort of uh, not very long attention span of viewers today because of things on the interwebs, I guess. Uh, it's very, very smart. So, uh, the parts were J, as in Ed O'Neill, uh, was trying to get to a bowling tournament. I found that amusing because, uh, if you are unaware, which I hope you're not, Ed O'Neill played Al Bundy. Huh. Al Bundy was a big fan of bowling and very, very good at it. So to see him in a role in another TV show decades later where he was bowling, although I should mention never got to see him bowl, sadness, it was very, very amusing, and I liked it. Also, on that note... Uh, very, very similar note. Claire Dumpfee went to her 
college reunion, uh, and one of uh, the people that she went to college with was none other than Mr. David Faustino. David Faustino, you may know, and I hope you do, Mm -hmm. Uh, as Bud Bundy from Married with Children as well. What? Uh, The only thing that I didn't like about that was that uh, Bud Bundy and Al Bundy didn't have any scenes together, so that was uh, kind of a kind of a shame. Would have been nice to see them together. Maybe he'll make uh, appearances in other episodes. I hope so. Okay, let's move on. Quick, quick, quick to Parks and Recreation. Uh, Leslie Nope gets her email hacked by um, a reporter, and then there's a correspondence dinner. Uh, correspondence dinner is. A dinner in which people from the media, the people from the uh, government, get together and sort of roast one another, I guess? Is, uh, is that always the story of a correspondence dinner? I don't really know. Anyways, so uh, this girl who stole Leslie Nope's notes <laughs> uh, did all the jokes Leslie was going to do um, on herself, so then Leslie had nothing. Uh, very, very funny. Uh, Leslie Nope's fiance, soon to be husband, or are they married now? Uh, has a new job working for a charity, and um, he needs to pick. <laughs> he needs to pick. Like he works for a company uh, called Sweetums that needs to pick a charity, and he's in charge of sort of picking the charity. And he's on a deadline, so he gets uh, some of his friends in there to help him. Uh, Aziz Ansari is one of said friends who comes in to help. Help, I did quotes there. You can't see the quotes I did, but I did them, trust me. And he's pretty much, Aziz Ansari is just there for the free food. So he kind of just picks uh, one of these charities at random and throws it over. And it was, what was it? Something to do with the KKK. Uh, I can't remember exactly. So, comedy, it's through there as well. Okay, where was we? Uh, one more I want to try to get in before I get to work is... Late Night with Conan O'Brien. I did not plan to actually bring this back. However, there was a guest who uh, appeared that made me feel I had to bring it back. Come on. Goes without saying. And that guest was Mr. Chris Hardwick. What the fuck am I doing? Talked about him in yesterday's Movie Monday. Uh, I'm sure he came up on the Internet Day episode, as he does every single one. Uh, I'm going to do a book Wednesday episode tomorrow in which he does not come up because he was not in Stephen King's Dark Tower series. Um, not that I recall anyway, but he will come up on Friday. So there you go. He, uh, you know what? He brought up uh, something interesting. Um, YouTube commenters, or I guess this could fit to commenters online in general. I listen to his podcast every week's. Um, and he has brought up sometimes that commenters on the interwebs are often very, very mean. I've heard this from, from many, many, many different sources. People, I guess, sort of in the spotlight. It's something they always sort of comes up and they tell one another is kind of along the lines of, whatever you do, do not read the comments because they will be mean, they will be nasty, they will make you feel bad, just don't do it. Now, as far as this podcast goes, I have been lucky enough, uh, I suppose, in the fact that every comment I have ever had has been positive. Now, that being said, uh, that makes me a little wary as well that every 
comment I have had has been positive, that seems impossible. There must be things that people do not like about everything. Some people will not like. Some people will not like, um, uh, let's say, a, an otter, a cute little baby otter, um, scratching the belly of a cute baby kitten. People will be like, what the fuck, that otter is, is a bastard. How about, uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, what have yous for me regarding this podcast or regarding anything, really, what you can do, be they positive or negative, I, I'm, uh, I'm up for some constructive cr- criticism. Why the hell not? I believe I can take it. Uh, I, maybe I can't. I don't know. There's only one way to find out, really. You can email me to the address provided in the closing credits. I would love to hear from you. Um, I would love to hear from you if your questions, comments, concerns are good, and if they are bad, uh, I still wouldn't mind so much. How about that for confidence? Total lack of confidence. <laughs> Folks, I am at work. We did it once again. Congratulations to us. It is nice to be nice to the nice. Thank you for listening. This has been another edition of the Lackadaisical Libra Cubicle Wrist. We here in the Liberal Cube would love to hear from you. If for any reason you would like to contact us, you can do so via the email address mailwood.jordan at gmail.com. And now I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. No, something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine The best is yet to come Come the day you're mine Live long and prosper